The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits. This is just the bits. I'm Morgan. In case you haven't listened before, what I do is break down the Bobby Bones show from this week. I share seven segments that y'all engaged with the most. And these are the ones that popped up. And let me just preface this by saying engaged with. It doesn't mean necessarily positive or negative. Okay, it's just all the things the most engaged with. So here we go. Let's get started. Coming in at that number seven spot, Eddie served his punishment after not paying attention on the show. He had to go and bark in public again. He's already done it once, but now he has done it twice. And we heard the audio. Lunchbox was not happy with his, I shouldn't say happy. He was not impressed with his punishment, but Eddie did it. And I feel really bad for him because barking in public. Yeah, I would be mortified. So I give him plenty of respect for me. Number seven. Eddie had to pay the piper he served his punishment so dumb where if somebody says something on the show and then a few minutes later you go la 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 and it's the same thing that person just said it means you weren't paying attention and so the first one's a fine of twenty dollars the second I've, I've paid the twenty bucks the second one is you have to go somewhere and bark like a dog until they tell you to stop and you went to where I went to Starbucks and you go in with your phone you hit record and you just start barking mm-hmm. no 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 I want to I want to be nice and I ordered a drink first so I got my coffee, I waited for it, oh, got it. It's because I knew that once I started barking and they told me to stop, I'm I'm out. Why like, are you so upset? Eddie is such a wimp. I've never seen anybody so scared to do something in his my life. He's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I, I, I don't want to go there. There's too many people. Oh my god. Was it packed? It was packed. Jam-packed. It was packed. Like he is so he, he was shaking as he's waiting for his coffee. He's so nervous. To bark in a restaurant. I'm like, you don't know these people. Who cares? It's hilarious. Do we have audio of you doing it? Absolutely. And how, then I'll, how and long I'll is tell the you, barking? Oh, wait, and I'll tell you why I'm really mad Ten seconds? at the end. Okay. 10 seconds, you say? Well, yeah, it's really short. Is this really the whole short. clip or edited Radically down? Short. No, this is the whole clip. Huh. Okay, go ahead. So what? The okay. guy the guy just holds up his hand and goes, Can you it didn't even come out to Eddie. And Eddie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when he holds up his hand. Eddie, I'm out, I'm, I'm out. Just so stop. I, I'm standing in He's between so the, the bar and the 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 eating area or whatever where all the tables are. Are people looking at you? Oh, I do. I'm, I'm actually looking at the employees too. He's like, looking at the employees just waiting. Just tell me when to stop. And the guy puts up that. his hand. And I will stop. And then he's like, yes, yes, I'll stop. No, no, no. Don't even make the guy come out from behind the counter and come up to him. Hey, hey Bones, I start barking and I see the lady making coffee and she looks at me and then goes straight like, manager, they must have people come in that do oh, naughty stuff all oh the time. Dude, she moved quick. Manager, and then he comes out the back and goes, hey, hey sir, can you please stop that? I said, you got it. I didn't hear it that loud. Exactly. But, but oh, I was there. Mission accomplished. You did it. Dude, please. I, I hate doing that. Yeah. Like, really hate I, it. I can tell. You got it. You paid your bet. 
Such a win. You paid your debt, not your bet. My debt. Yes. Lunchbox, I think it's normal to be very nervous and embarrassed to do that. Yeah, Lunchbox gets people on the beach and goes, will you put suntan lotion on me? <laughs> so awkward. He, has no, he didn't care. Right. I admire that about him. Hey, what's a grooming violation? Well, it's what my daughter's school calls a clothing violation. And But when I first read the email, I'm like, okay, we need to I heard you this. talking about that. You read something, you went, grooming violation? Yeah. Because I'd like to give one to Lunchbox, but at first I want to know what it is. <laughs> right. I thought, okay, well, this is confusing. And I read further, and I guess she had on sweatpants and she wasn't supposed to, so now she has detention. <sighs> and when do they do detention? Oh, uh, she has to be there 7 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, you gotta weekend? be up. In the, you gotta be up in the morning at seven a.m. to take, to take her. her. Yeah, so oh. now I feel like I got detention. You did get punished, right? Oh no! So what do you say to her? Listen, you need to know. You knew the rule. She was confused. She thought at one part of the school you could have sweatpants on in the high school, but then one of her teachers is in the middle school area, and that's the teacher that wrote her up. And he goes immediately to detention. Well, that's she crazy. had another violation. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Listen, we're working on uh, stuff, but she doesn't mean to do something, but she was real. She texted me right away. Can you call my teacher? This is not right. And so yeah, the I, teacher probably hates her. That's what all the kids say. That teacher yeah. hates me. I that teacher doesn't like me. I reached out to the teacher and sure enough, the teacher was in the right. But anyway, so now I feel. Well, what does she do at 7 a.m.? What do you do in detention? I don't know yet. We'll find out. She's going to be there for a few hours. Does she get in trouble at home too? Or is the detention just the trouble? Well, I thought about that because now I'm in trouble because I have to wake up early on a Saturday and take her. So then that's annoying. But I think it's fine. I'm going to let this school punishment be it. And then hopefully she'll just have learned and we don't do it again. I'd not like that one bit. Or I thought about she she could possibly walk to school and be cold. Yeah, no jacket. Oh, <laughs> that'll teach her. Yeah, now we're yeah, talking. Yeah, there we go. No shoes. Uphill. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Jackson Dean's first time on the show was this week. He stopped by to perform a cover of Ronnie Dunn. Not only that, he also performed his first number one song, and he is just insanely talented. So fun to hear him perform in the studio. He also talked about a viral video that was out about him singing the national anthem in his football uniform. So just an all overall really fun interview and fun performance. So you can listen to the interview here. And if you want to watch the performance, go to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash Bobby Bone Show. Super easy. All the performances are up there for you to watch for now. So go watch them while they're there. Number seven. The Friday Morning Conversation with Jackson Dean. Jackson, I'm a big fan. Man, I know you haven't been around long where I could see you, but I'm a big fan of your music. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And just your your whole your style. I, got, I don't know. It's kind of like Almond Brothers, which, which will be country now, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's kind of, I don't know what that, what it feels like to you and like who you listen to that kind of created the music that you feel. But like, I, that, that's kind of what I feel like that old Southern rock country mm-hmm. type situation is that what you feel my family had a big palate so my dad was funk blues old country so and then uh, my mama was springsteen and waylon jennings she loved waylon um and then my brothers were just like metal rap classic rock ska bluegrass they we just listened to a lot of stuff growing up so there's a lot of mashups happening metal Ska wow. and bluegrass. Listen to that. Yeah, it's a heck yeah, of a baby. heck of a transition on the old playlist there. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Jackson, I didn't know that we had talked about you on the show before, but you had a video go viral, mm-hmm. and I remember the clip. It was of you in full football pads mm-hmm. singing the national anthem. Was it before a game? Or yeah, ha- yeah. yeah, that was our homecoming game. Uh, we were playing Chesapeake. And we went out and whooped him pretty bad after that. That's what he remembers. It's not about the video. It's about him them whooping Chesapeake. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're in full pads and you're playing. So do you say, hey, I'd like to sing the national anthem? And I, coach, is it cool if I go out in pads? So the, I'll make the I'll make this short. So the <clears throat> our athletic director, his niece and I had done two musicals together in middle school, and he just came to me one day. I think I was. I think we were all lifting weights in the weight room, and he come up to me and goes, "You want to sing the national anthem?" I was like, "Sure." But oh, it wasn't something it. you were doing a lot of. No. Oh, no, got not it. Not at all. But he was like, "You want to do it?" I was like, "Sure," but I'm going to do it my way. National anthem. If you pick the wrong spot, uh, the wrong spot to start at, you are. It gets really high. It gets. Got to start really, really low. Got to start real low. So I just went up there and I was just like, "I'm going to do this my way," and uh, a buddy of mine recorded it and then it blew up. So. Yeah, if I remember correctly. 
you were in your pads and you had an acoustic guitar and it's you and a microphone and like the band was behind you on the field. Is that right? Yeah. So they usually do it and then they still went out there and they just stood. They just, <laughs> just stood there. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was like all right, this is kind of weird, but like it was. It, Nobody else had any idea what was about to happen, and then the running through at the end was fun. You know, when a but, video like that goes viral out of nowhere, what did that feel like? It was just pretty wild. I just, I just turned eighteen, and I was just like, "Oh whoa!" Like I'm walking in to get food somewhere, and somebody is like, "Oh my god, it's that kid!" And I'm just like, "Hey man, it's all good." Yeah. <laughs> like, like relax. <laughs> yeah. Did you go do? Ellen or something? Because Ellen called. Okay, I was actually uh, I was actually getting tattooed, <laughs> and uh, she called on Facetime, and there's a dude <laughs> on my chest just pounding ink into me. <laughs> but um, yeah, they called, and uh, it just it never happened. And then I went out and did Steve Harvey. That was like it was either. I Ellen knew you or did Steve. one of the shows. Yeah, yeah. So you did Steve. Har- That's how was that as an 18 year old to go up and do a show like that? Oh my god! I mean, I had no idea what it was going to be like, but Steve was. My God, we sat on the couch for like 10, 15 minutes, just the two of us, and just... Yeah, he's really cool, huh? He he was really cool, and we just talked, and it was cool, man. Jackson Dean is here. I know you're going to do a... Which one do you want to do first? We got a couple options here. Hmm. Do you want to do yours, or do you want to do the Ronnie Dunn song? Because I got questions about both, but it's up to you. I'll do Ronnie. Okay, so you're going to do Ronnie Dunn, Cost of Living. Mm -hmm. Love that song. Why this song? What what about this song is important to you? The first time I ever played a show uh, by myself um, with a guitar, which I borrowed my uncle's washburn because I didn't have one that could plug in. And um, it was this little bar that my great-grandfather had built. It was an old train station. They they turned into into a bar, and... I grew up seeing blues jams there. I uh, grew up seeing music there, and they have an open mic. They had an open mic there every Thursday night, and for a long time, my dad tried to get me to go, tried to get me to go, and I just told him no. And finally, I went and did it, and I think I sang two Drake White songs in this song. And my dad, you gotta understand, my dad's a bricklayer. He's a stonemason. We had about three hundred guys working for us at one time. Um, so, blue collar working is very. I mean, I grew up like that. Um, and if you've never, if you've never labored for a stonemason, yeah, it, it's not easy. Um, but he's been doing it since he was 12, 13. Um, and we all worked for him. So a career like this to him, is like something in the clouds and like not, not something that you can bank on and. Uh, no, he was very supportive of it. He was, he he didn't want me to learn how to lay brick and block. Oh, got it. Yeah. He didn't want me to learn how to do it. I mean, he looks like a silverback gorilla now, two two rotator cuff surgeries, a couple slip discs, and, mm. you know, he's just, his body's broken, so he didn't want me to do it. Um, but, so he was very supportive. And so you're this playing way. this song, and he's there watching you play it? Mm-hmm. And, and he's, and he's standing there, there's like 160-some people in this little upstairs attic bar, and I can see him at the back of the room in the middle, and he's standing next to the stairs underneath the spotlight, and he just has tears rolling down his face, because it was just like... Every, pretty much everything minus the military in this song is him to a T. Mm. I mean, it was just one of those moments, and it was emotional for him. Here is Jackson Dean. Give me a verse and a chorus, if you don't mind, yeah. of Ronnie Dunn and Cost of Living. Come on, man. That is awesome. Have you met Ronnie Dunn? Yeah, one time. Well, we played three dates with him. Oh, you uh, did? We, we so did. you have. Tulsa. That's awesome. You ever played that for him? No. I just no. texted it to him. <laughs> I literally just like, this, I didn't know you guys had played shows with him. I texted him. I was like, this dude's legit. He's doing your song. Yeah, man. That's, that's cool. Man, that's really good. I met him for about five minutes. and yeah. that was he said, Yeah, he said I didn't like you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Dean is here. Hey, so what is your story about getting a record deal? I mean, do you move to town and, and try for a while, or do you come and like do the audition for one person who thinks you're good? What happened? So I started coming down when I was about 15, the first time I came down. I came down with my parents. What's that um, mean, come down, when you're 15? So I'm from Maryland. Okay. Um, so you would come do what, though, at 15? Just kind of came and checked out the scene. I had been, I had been uh, writing a little bit back home by myself. Um, and we just started coming down here and went and saw a show at the Ryman, checked out the Opry, and just kind of walked up and down Broadway a whole bunch of times. Um, but yeah, I just kind of came down and checked out what was going on. I was playing, I was starting to play a couple little shows back home, and this is probably 15, 16, somewhere in there. Um, 
but how I got a record deal. Um, I had sold out a couple places back home. Um, I think we sold out Ramshead in Annapolis like three times, and then they were Paradigm at the time, and they called um, booking agency, and they were like, hey. Who are you? How are you selling you? shows? Yeah. yeah. Who are you? Um, they were like, we'd love to get you down here for a showcase, have a meeting or two, and then uh, WME got a hold of us and ended up going with them, and we're sitting in a meeting with Jay Williams, and he goes, you need a publisher, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. So he calls Arturo Buenaura over at Little Louder, um, and Ar- Arthur has worked with Eric, Miranda, Dirks, and had one meeting, and about a month later, um, I got a little pub deal in the mail. So Luke Dick is also over at Little Louder, same publishing. So we get together, start writing these songs, did the first five sides of the record, and he asked me to open up the Dick Hemby show at the Basement East, and I just played with his dudes. And before I knew it, there was probably nine labels there that night in wow. town. And uh, I remember getting off stage that night, and Allison Jones would not let me out of her sight uh, over at Big Machine. So for the next two weeks, phones are ringing off the hook and asking people, you know, if they if I want to go to dinner, you know. And you did because everyone wants to eat for free. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I did. Absolutely. Uh, yes. At one point, I had four on the table in front of me. Wow, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere, man. It was... And not that you aren't good, but like you were just selling shows out at home. Mm-hmm. That got somebody who then told somebody who then, mm-hmm. and then boom, next thing you know, you got four deals on the table. Yeah. How did you decide who to go with? Um, man, I met with, I met with pretty much everybody, man. And I went, I thought I saw a spot over there and I was, I'm pretty sure I was right. I think you're right too, man. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm all about it. You, such a, such a cool vibe yeah. and style. The album is Greenbroke and this is the song. It's, it's his first number one. It just went number one. Hmm. It's, it's so refreshing. I love it. It's just refreshing too to hear. Thank you. You know, so because it definitely is a risk to put out something that's different. Because either yeah. it's going to be embraced, or odds are it's not. But man, you hit it. You hit it. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you, man. It's it's been pretty wild, pretty wild walking around smiling for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, All right, here is Jackson. He's going to play it now. Yeah. Here he is, Jackson Dean. You guys can follow him on Instagram and Twitter, the Jackson Dean. And this is his number one. Don't come looking. <laughs> You couldn't see it, but that's so good. I was doing stank face for you. Like, yeah. I was feeling it so much. I was like, yeah. I was stanky in my face because I was, dude, you're awesome, man. Thank you. There's nothing else for me to say except you're awesome. I knew you were awesome. And now they know you're awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, were you doing you. stank face at all? Like, I was uh, like, for I sure I was doing stank face. Man, I was stanking it up over here in my face. Okay, look. His name's Jackson Dean. Go follow him at the Jackson Dean. The album is Green Broke. I mean, you like that song. You're going to like Green Broke. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, your your tempo in different directions, but it, the the soul is there all through the record. I'm a big fan, and I can't wait to see what you come with next, my friend. And congratulations on all the success. Thank you so much. That man. is awesome, man. I just want to I want to be like him. I come in tomorrow in a hat. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you want one? I couldn't pull it off. I wouldn't oh, want I you to waste it. I wouldn't want you to waste one on me because no, I couldn't no, no, pull no, it, it off. Wasted. It looked good. It, I would look like such an idiot. Bobby, no, please no, wear one. You just one. gotta get one that fits. No, Bobby, don't wear one. <laughs> so, it, it's like a. How would you describe the hat? It's like a, it's not a cowboy hat, but it's like there's some no, cowboy to it. No, this is it's a, like a. This is a Daisy May hat. He's up off of Gallatin, uh, right up the road here. It's yeah. like rock and roll. It's like Black Crow's rock oh, yeah. and roll. Oh, it's They're cool. Where, it's yeah, it, but cool. but it still is like rock. Anyway. It works. Thank you. Yeah, you works. know, has anybody told you you have the vibe, Casey, from Yellowstone? I have. Yeah. I have. I had this going on before. Even uh, way before. Uh, yeah, I stole it from you. Yeah, I yeah, stole yeah. it from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People say it all the time, like, thank you. You did that <laughs> song You did that song on Yellowstone? Uh, yeah, this one it's, got in there, yeah. Is it coming up, so, or is it already back in? No, it was in season two. Four. Okay, so last season? we're in five right now, right? Yeah. Was yeah. that how much? Because I mean, I watch, I've seen every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how 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 long were you in the show? I wasn't in it, just the song. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, because okay. they I played like, about a minute and some change of it, which really? was pretty cool. They were roping yeah. cattle, and then it just goes to Costner, and it's just like, oh my god, it's That's Kevin awesome. Costner. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Keep man. at it, man. Jackson Dean, let's clap for him. Yeah. And I'm gonna do stink face while I clap. Thank you, dude. That was awesome. Great job, man. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, 
and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily. As I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which is morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she as my father believed, a witch. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This one was quite the uh, intense one and controversial and negative, and that's why I said, keep in mind, all engagement. Uh, Lunchbox signed up to be an angel that you can adopt from a Christmas tree. And none of us on the show agreed with it, but it's what happened. And I'm just, you know, I'm just going to let it play. That's all I'm going to say. Here you go. Number five. You ever go in, okay, St. Patrick's Day. You go in, you buy a four-leaf clover, a piece of paper, and it's write your name on it. And it's like five bucks like at the, the local school. Like store? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like a charity thing. Oh, yeah. yeah you see them on the window. Mm-hmm. Yes. At Christmas, they do angels on trees. And so Lunchbox is filling out a form to be an angel, no. like to be a kid, not to be the person to buy, but to have his own angel on a tree so someone b- could buy him stuff. No. Oh my gosh. He's not doing that. For real? For real? That's what I said. Well, I was like, I don't think it's a good idea. But like, it ain't illegal. There's it, nothing illegal about doing it. But it's, it's... You're right. It's not a crime. It's not, it's a, not crime. a crime. So I signed up to be an angel. <laughs> like to be, I don't know if you're called an angel, but someone can pick me off the tree now. I put up three items. And listen, they may not pick me and they may not want to give me my three items, but I thought, you know, other people do it. So why would I not at least try to get my Christmas get wishes granted? He said we don't background check everybody else on the angel tree. Why would we background <laughs> check him? Yep. Right. And he had a point there. That's the only point he made in the whole thing. We don't we don't know if it's where it's going for the most part. We just do it in hope that our hearts lead us in a direction that helps somebody who needs it. Right. But you don't need it. And you're probably taking away from somebody another angel on the mm-hmm. tree that would need it. What makes their needs more than my needs? Uh, probably not able to right. have a Christmas. You have a good um, job. You have a Christmas. Like, I don't... What did he ask for? Well, I'm glad to, you asked. That's up to him to share. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know, I have never had a pair of Jordans. Okay. <laughs> Ever in my life. Kids, I would see them on TV and I was like, man, I always want a pair of Jordans. I've never had one. Brand new Jordans are coming out. So I signed up for the Jordan 11 Varsity Red. Those are, but those are hard to get inexpensive. Okay. But if you're going to be an angel, you know what angels do? They make miracles happen. No. Okay. It's also hard to get them. So it's hard. It's going to be hard for somebody to get them. But go ahead. Next one up. Okay. When I run, I don't know how far I'm running or how long I've been running because I don't have a watch. I don't have a runner's watch. So I am looking for the Garmin Forerunner 955 Solar. <laughs> how much is that going to run? By the way, this is so stupid. I'm it's, only laughing because it's so absurd. Hundreds of it's dollars. It's $5.99 at Best oh Buy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Garmin? That's like... 
really. Yeah, nice. I need a runner's watch. Okay. It's the best one of 2022. Five ninety nine. It better make my legs move mm-hmm. for five ninety nine. Yeah. Or five ninety nine on Amazon or six oh nine at Walmart. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then last but not least, the Arali Pro Ball. It's the official World Cup soccer ball. I need a new soccer ball, and to have one that was, you know, the same one that they used in the World Cup, it only cost you $165 at adidas.com. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Now, do they all go on to one angel? Like yeah, I think, I, I think it's just me. I put what I, my wish list, and, like, if someone wants to buy me one of those or two of those or all three of those, they select me, and then they'll mail it to me. So I am hoping that oh. someone so you comes just through. put your address on there? Yeah. Huh. Sounds like a good idea, huh? What name do you put do you your use? age? Yeah. Okay, well, if you put your age, are you going to put are you going to put your real age right. though? No. Oh, 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 got it. See, now you're lying. But so there's an age line, but you're not going to put your real age. Right. I'll just leave it blank. Oh, okay, so he's not lying then. Yeah. Okay. Just let it blank. What 5-year-old is asking for a Garmin 225 solar powered? <laughs> 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 so yeah, I went to the website, okay. I signed up, it said, "Hey, do you need help this Christmas season? And I said, Don't yeah. cry, buddy. I know it's time to tell. Are tough. you all right? You and Garmin? I said, yeah. <laughs> I need a pair of Jordan, Varsity Red, 11. <laughs> and then I said, oh, you know what? When I go running, Please I need don't. a watch Please so I don't, don't get do lost. This. this is absurd. You guys can call us if you'd like to, you know. Uh, hey, maybe they want, maybe share they, with, no, they don't want to buy it for you. Or, or they do, and I can send them the link to where I signed up. I mean. Our phone number is 877. And I'll send it to Morgan. She can post my wish list. No, on. we're not doing that either. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number if you have something you want to say to Lunchbox. I hope you're all having good tidings today. But wait. What? Did Amy and Eddie didn't even vote. Vote on oh, what? I like their face voted. He knows how we Okay, voted. should Lunchbox put an angel up, Amy? No. Eddie? Absolutely not. Okay. I would have voted yes, Lunchbox, but See? I guess I got okay. overrode. Okay. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. I shared some more of my, I guess you could call them, dating woes this week in a way. I talked about my dating life, a little update on what's going on there. And I also read some Instagram DMs from potential dates. Uh, You guys are getting super clever thinking about DMing me. They're they're getting pretty clever. And this segment shows that. And so I like to share it with the show because it's just a little fun insight into the dating world. I'm not sitting here sharing all my personal details, but these are fun. And I think at this point, some people are just writing me so they know I talk about it on the show. I really believe that. Number four. Morgan said she was single. And so Lunchbox said, guys, start sending her DMs. And guys have started sending you DMs. Oh, yeah. There's lots of DMs. They're pretty interesting. And they're getting pretty uh, clever with how they approach the situation. All right. Read me some of the last DMs that you have from guys going, hey, Morgan, I like you. Okay. Uh, Here's one. Hey, is this available? What's this? I think they're referring to me. You? That's good. That's That's not not this available? That's not good. She's not a this. Yeah, because yes, she is. You're a this. No, I'm you're not. A, I'm actually not. You're a, a person, this. place, or thing. That's a this. That's a noun. No. Yeah, that's a noun. Okay. <laughs> What's the next one? I heard you're not dating anyone on the show this morning. I have an adorable son in Nashville you would love. I mean, it's a mom trying to hook me up with uh, her son. That could be promising. Could you go to her page, though, and see what the son looks like and then make it, your mind up? Well, she's private on Instagram. So currently, Oh, yeah, no. that's tough. It's tough to be private. Okay, next one. Can you please fill out this new follower survey and they attach a screenshot of a new contact screen? Huh? So like you know when you go on your to, phone, yeah, new contact. Like I'm so they just fill want your up. number. Yes, that's great. Okay. <laughs> not great. That's Is crazy. that not creative? Um, I'm sure they stole it from something. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. Next up, willing to relocate for a date. Meaning oh. they'll come from out of town and take you out. Yeah, Aggressive. and that's a rhyme too. Yeah. Willing to relocate for a date. Right. <laughs> that's a poet. Next, first date and last date are on me. Hopefully, in between are a lifetime. Oh. Wow. That's romantic. Uh, hey, that's romantic. That's saying they're in it for the long haul. Is it though? Like, you don't even know her. Right. Well, he, he thinks he does. That's corny. Yeah, that's I overly like, corny. I like that one. <laughs> Next one. I love your head and your hair. Huh? What the crap? <laughs> now that I can do. I don't get hey, that one. Move on. <laughs> yeah, that one's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you been on any dates? Uh, No, not since the last one, but I am gearing up to go on a few more. I have a few... Uh, Planned. You're oh, gearing up you have with, a with different up. guys? Yeah. All three different guys? Uh, Two different guys currently. So do you have two playing with one guy and one with the other? Nope, just one with each. It's the first date with both. Okay, so you have a couple, not a few. Yeah. I got a question. Yeah. Are any of those two from a DM? No. They're all from Hinge, the uh-huh. dating app. So what has been, like, do you go to the gym? 
Do you like look for guys now at the gym? Well, so I have started going to a new gym and I'm trying to decide how to go up because there's a lot of cute guys. How do I go up to them in the gym? Because aren't you not supposed to go up to them in the gym? No, Here, babe. Here's the difference. If you're a guy, you can't go just randomly go up to a girl and be like, what's up? Especially if she has, has ears in, you know, headphones. We say ears here. But she has headphones in. It's tough. You don't go interrupt her headphones. It's much harder for a, a guy to go up to a girl because I can feel creepy. And even a violation at times if they're in the middle of something. You have to really be strategic and do soft, hey, how's it going, if you happen to be at the same place. If you're a girl, you can just go up to a dude. It doesn't matter where they are. You don't think it's creepy? I don't. Uh, coming from a girl, no, yeah, it's no, never it's not. creepy. No, it's, it's not. never creepy for a chick to come up <laughs> no. and say, what up? You have okay. free reign. If he's just working out, you can go up and be like, hey, how's it going, Morgan? That's all. That's all you have to say. Like, I just want to come and say hi. You could literally just do that, and a guy is so dumb. If he likes you, he immediately is like, oh, oh the. that's it, the end. Or a guy really has to have something in his arsenal. No, instead of going up and saying, hi, I'm Morgan, you say, hey, instead of lifting those weights, why don't you pick me up? No. She doesn't need a line. That's the difference. <laughs> That's she, great, She doesn't though. have to attract him with anything like that. She literally can go, hey, I'm Morgan. I just wanted to say hi. That's all you have to do. Okay, so he can be like running on the treadmill, and I'm just like, hey, Absolutely. how's it going? Yes, unless he's sprinting, you could literally go, hey, I'm Morgan. I just wanted to say hi. Maybe I'll see you after you're done running. Just keep walking. Man, if she said that, that'd be that so baller. Be like, Whoa. That'd be so baller. And a guy would be like, that's awesome. What just happened? <laughs> okay, so I got to bring out the boldness. It's yeah, that's out. all it is. You don't have to have any strategy. You just have to be bold. Oh, okay. Just say, hey, I'm Morgan. I just wanted to say hi. Boom, you're done. If he likes you, he'll make a point. Okay, but if I go up to one, I probably can't go up to another, right? I just got to Not like- at the same time. You can't like walk by two treadmills and be like, I'm Morgan. Just want to say hi. See you after you run. <laughs> like hey, I'm Morgan. Just want to say hi. They'll think you're running for office. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jim Carrey. Good morning, good evening, and good night on the Truman Show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can. The gym is... Uh, you can have multiple. They're not working out together. Okay. Oh, I didn't know if it's like, you know, when like a girl dates like a bunch of guys with the same friend group, you're good. that's a similar vibe. The gym is not a friend group. Okay. It's a place people go to lift weights. That's it. Good luck. Let All us right. know how that goes. You have to do that to one person. Just go, you see one, report back. You just say, hey, Morgan, I just want to come and say hi. That's okay. It. I will be bold. We'll I see how long it takes me. I cannot wait for that. That's going to blow his mind. Yes. The guy's going to be like, what? And then he's going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. You guys were all about Lunchbox's personal research he did and came back to the show and reported with the Chrisley report. He talked about everything that's going on with the Chrisleys and them going to jail. And he gave some, actually for once, a lot of information that I did not know. And But I also hadn't like deep dive into any of this, which he did. And he gave his report, gave us all the details on what's going on. So if you want to know what's going on and just want a fun kind of celebrity report, that's Lunchbox right here. Number three. We had a caller hit us up earlier. Like, hey, what did the Chrisleys actually do? We read in the news, they're going to jail, they're having to sell their houses to pay the money back, and we knew there was, they said they lied, and I don't know, just seemed shady. I just read the headline and a couple lines and went, I don't know what this means, so I quit. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I like Todd. He he guest hosted the show when Lunchbox was out. He came and hosted the show with us. He sat right there in that chair. Yeah. Yeah. A felon sat right here. All I know is I had like $63 in my wallet when I got here. (gasps) I left. There was no cash in there. That really? Day? Yeah. Yes. And he had—he was whistling a little louder when he left. Todd, I'm just that's kidding. Funny. I'm just oh kidding. Gosh. I'm okay. just kidding. I like—I like Todd. I don't. I'm, it sounds like what they did was bad, but I don't really know. So now Lunchbox has been doing research. Oh man! Here he is with the Chrisley report. Lunchbox. The Chrisleys. What did they do, guys? It's called bank fraud. They targeted small banks. So that way they wouldn't be able to do their research and they falsified documents saying their net worth and they had all this stuff. So they were applying for these huge loans and these small banks uh, were like, oh, okay, cool. And you have the collateral because you have all this. You have all these big houses, big and- houses and cars and stuff like that. So they went to these small banks to do it. They didn't go to the big banks because they would actually do their research. And they got $30 million in loans. They don't have the internet at small banks? What? <laughs> they can't afford to... Like, to <laughs> but they have a people? smaller staff. Yeah. And they defrauded on $20 million of those loans. They defaulted Ooh. or fraud? Defaulted. You, you gave like three words. No, defaulted. What does that mean, defaulted? They didn't pay. They, right? And they filed for bankruptcy. Oh. And then, oh, you know what I mean? And they transferred money from a different account. And they made a separate account and transferred it to Todd's mom to make it look like she's the one that had money. Oh, so they were like, no, no, she has her own money, but it was yeah. the money they got and then said, oh, we don't have any money, we're bankrupt. Yeah, so we can't pay those loans back. So that really hurts those small banks. And then here's what's crazy. Julie got an extra charge at, you know, whatever the trial, because when the government was like, hey, we need these documents, 
you know, when they're investigating, they subpoena or whatever. She didn't send them. She refused to send them. Because she was trying to hide them. Like, nope. Nope, can't have those. That's like eating your homework. Or you're cheating. And they just like, uh, you can't see it. I mean, talk about crazy. Yeah, that's that's wild. I mean, and they use the stuff to buy. They spend $300,000 a year on clothes. $300,000 a year. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. I feel like they probably spend more. I did. I thought so, too. And they're, they're probably, if they're buying clothes for their show, it's obviously a write-off, like a business mm-hmm. expense. Yes. But you get about half back. Not half back. There's about half that's cut off that you don't have to pay in. Um, but that's a lot. But if they're on TV all the time and they like nice things, yeah. I guess I just expected that it would be that. It's a big number. but And they also, they live lavishly. Yeah, traveling all over, buying Hair houses. makeup. Well, I've done the show. I figure the show pays but for did, that. But didn't they have like... Just, just for on-camera time. Didn't they have... Opportunities to make money, like no, no, Eddie. They did make money, a lot right. of it, buddy. But, but, but then they right, transfer right. it over here to a different bank account, and it's an out. Oh, we're bankrupt. Oh, we're bankrupt. Can't. So uh, when they according book- to what Lunchbox is saying, okay. so anybody's okay. going to sue us? I don't know any of this. Lunchbox. So Lunchbox. Lunchbox. <laughs> this is the Chrisley Report by Lunchbox. 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 Yeah, NPR. Lunchbox. That's right, Jason freaking Gibble. Okay, so but d- when they started the show, they were already wealthy and don't doing know. this. Don't yeah, know. That's what I don't understand. All I know is at one point I was doing something with with Dolly on, at her charity event and they were like oh that's Todd Chrisley behind you and I was like I don't know who that is and I went up and he was very very nice and I was like hey Todd and I thought he was like somebody's cousin and they were like no he has a reality show on USA mm-hmm. and I was like what, what's that well, that's still a network that being said smash cut snake in the grass on USA Network there it was excellent loved it loved it, loved it. it's right it's and what's awesome. crazy they were on TV for like 10 years that's what I'm saying yeah. okay well the, then that pay a lot of money yes Eddie it depends but Eddie there's there's never enough. So they wanted more money. Right. Yeah. And you don't make a whole lot of money doing that kind mm-hmm. of show. Yeah, but that opens up opportunities to make more money somewhere else. Doing, yes, but how? You can't do another show because I the remember, network owns it. What are you going to do? Social media? You're going to do appearances? Sure, you can do all that, but that's work, and you're not going to make millions and millions. Okay. Unless you get a big endorsement deal. And I remember we played that celebrity softball tournament, and they were so famous. When they showed up, everyone was like, oh, my God. And I don't want people to take this the wrong way. And nice. Yeah. yeah, they were very nice. Very Super nice. nice. Whistling like they got an extra 20 mil just hanging out. <laughs> they did. Yeah, well, there you, go. there you have it. <laughs> that was a good joke. Um, here you go. Here's how did Todd Chrisley make his money. Todd Chrisley founded Chrisley Asset Management, a real estate investment firm that launched in 2002. The business purportedly closed during the 2008 housing crisis. However, the Chrisleys must have lived an extravagant lifestyle or otherwise they couldn't legally afford to own multiple sources. Oh, no. They couldn't leak. I don't know. According to what? He had a firm, but it sounds like it went under. Yeah. Went under. Quote, unquote, did it really go under? Or did they move money over here, move money over there? Well, I think the business went under. I, I'm just saying. Know, man. But why do you do finger quotes with went under? Because <laughs> they're scam under. artists, guys. They're they're con artists that out there doing con over here. doing a con. They're conning everywhere. Are you saying here a con, there a con, everywhere a con, con? <laughs> yes. And here's what's crazy. So, now I got it. <laughs> so they asked the judge. They were like, listen, Todd has a medical condition, and sending him to prison will make it too harsh on him. Mm-hmm. Judge said, ha! prison. What? Did he laugh like that? They ah. didn't say, They didn't disclose what medical condition oh. they, he had, but he said prison would make it harsh on him because of his medical condition. Mm-hmm. He's got great skin. Yeah. Not anymore. He ain't gonna have great skin. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. He does get a lot and of facials. And didn't it come out because they said he, the, the guy that he had been having an affair with went like, to the FBI is and said, hey, listen, they're scamming. I got documents. That's and, cr- and what he did had you all call these, that? Scorned ex-lover? Scorned ex-lover. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they had they had a year year long affair, and Todd Chrisley still denies that they ever had an affair. But this guy, because he stayed close to the family after the affair even ended, he had all the documents, mm-hmm. text messages, just everything. Well, I, I got a better understanding of it. Yeah, me too. And, and here, here's what's crazy. Also, they tried to ask the judge, like, "Hey, can we stagger our sentences?" Where the wife goes and Todd stays home, and then when the wife gets out, because oh, stagger their sentences because they have a 16 year old, and then they also have their um, grandkid, 10 year old, that they have full custody of. And the judge said, "Wait, you didn't think about your kids when you were doing these crimes. Why are we going to think about your kids now? Prison, oh, both of you, same time." Wow. And I think the six. Uh, that one of the kids is now the illegal guardian of the young. Yeah, kid. there's like an older, older daughter that's. I don't have to find take any him. joy in this. It's no. crazy. Yes. So Julie, if you want to go visit her, she'll be in Tallahassee. It's and like she's Todd. touring. He's like, <laughs> she'll be playing the the frothy monkey down at. In, oh, you mean this is where they're serving? Yeah, and Todd will be down in Pensacola. They can't be here. No. Oh, they're not even going to be in the same. Were they not? Were they not tried here? 
I believe, but it's a federal thing, so they're going to a federal prison, huh. and it's like one of those. It's one of the swanky ones. Yes, maybe, and I mean, maybe that would just be not like. A, there's no like way, vacation. man. Then there's I watched no a, a video with this lawyer and an ex-felon that used to be in the prison. He was like, they need to do their research and they need to understand etiquette in prison because they do not want to mess up. They should not talk to the guards. They should not be friendly with the guards because they're going to think, oh, the guards are being nice, and other prisoners are going to be like, can't trust those guys. Even the swanks. Even if it's swanks a lot's place. Yes. Dang. You can't I be nice to the guards. I, I, yeah. I'd be nice to the guards. I'm no, just telling you. Because yeah. I, I don't know. I'm saying the lunchbox. Well, this like guy I'm was like, in one of those. He was he was a white collar crime. Well, we'd, like we'd like to talk to him. That's what I mean, she's saying. You all think they're playing tennis and like shuffle. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I don't think but they I are. No pickleball tournaments every Tuesday. <laughs> I don't think so, guys. <laughs> no, we heard. Martha Stewart. Vinyl night tennis, right? on Thursday. We have your. <laughs> they do arts and crafts. Yeah. I don't know. But they will get a little cred in the prison because they actually went to trial and they didn't flip on anybody. That's what the felon said. He said prisoners respect it. You look at the Chrisleys and go, cred. No, he said they get cred for believing in their innocence and fighting it all the way to the end. If they, he goes, if they would have flipped over and rolled on people, been a bad time in prison. It's, I mean, and I guess they scammed banks. You know, the worst kind is when they scam old people. Ugh. Yeah, but do you know who goes into that bank every 11 o'clock every weekday. Old people. Old, old people. people. Okay. They do. Right after their lunch, early lunch. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, good luck. And they're supposed to report January 15th, self-surrender. That'd be tough to go have a happy new year if you know you gotta go to jail in two oh, weeks. Oh, God. Three, two, one. Oh, oh so they're not in jail yet. Nope. Not yet. Dang. Wait, so, I talked to them. They, they're, they, they right? call it. Can I, they? I don't think they're calling anybody. Use your one call. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not in yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you only got one call anyway. Uh, okay. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she? as my father believed, a witch. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I still can't believe this one happened. Amy was at a grocery store and was asked a super personal question by a stranger in the grocery line. Just, I don't even know why you would ask a stranger such a personal question, but that is what happened. And Amy came on the show to share it, and you guys couldn't also believe it either. So here it is. Number two. Socially, I'm a pretty awkward person, I'll admit it. And sometimes I say things like in real life, and I'm like, why did I say that? But I don't know. Yours seems way more awkward than anything I've ever asked anybody. Yeah, I've had my adopted kids from Haiti for about 
five years now. And this has happened to me before, but it was a long, long time ago. And anyway, my son and I are in line at the store and the person behind me asks, like he, he, the person hears Stevenson say, Hey mom. And she's like, Oh, you adopted. And I'm like, yes, I did. I have two children. They're from Haiti. Da, da, da. We start having this conversation. By the way, Amy's white and her kids are black kids. Yes. You're a white person. They're black. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not the automatic assumption on, that I'm their mom, unless someone hears them say mom. And then she just straight up said, oh, wow. We're like, were you not able to have your own kids or why didn't you do that? In the grocery oh, line. Good. I was, I just. Who asked that in the grocery line? Oh. Right. I'm just. Yeah. I have no words. It sort of leaves me a little bit speechless other than I don't think they're really thinking it all the way through. I hand I handled it. I answered what honestly. What did you say? I just said, oh, well, you know what? We did try that at first and then we weren't able to. And I said, but everything worked out exactly how it was supposed to. And then he can hear that. He and can, I have my kids. And your son is right next That's to you. can crazy. hear this question. Thank goodness it's candy right there. He's a little distracted. Uh. Like, oh. Am I going to get Butterfinger? But I mean, yes, he's there and I'm sure he picks up on that sort of thing. So anyway, it was just, he knows though. And he heard me say everything worked out the, exactly how it was supposed to. And that's all that matters is that he feels loved. Were they being judgmental when they asked that or I, genuinely curious? To me, honestly, it seemed like curiosity. But at the same time, you should know. It's Again, it's that socially awkward. It's like you should know that we shouldn't ask women or men, if they've got like what don't the deal is. Don't anything super personal in the line of the grocery store. That's right. weird. Just period. Oh. Don't don't go super adoption. One thing, but don't ask anything super personal. Like, hey, why are you so skinny? Hey, you can eat all that chocolate. Dang, that seems like a lot. But... <laughs> yeah. Hey, why? Yeah, do you know you can fix that baldness? You don't go anywhere <laughs> super personal crazy. with somebody you don't know. Right. I mean, I you never really... know if someone is sick or depressed or dealing with something. Or if, in my case, like I tried for years to try to get pregnant and it was very difficult. If she had asked me on one of those days that I got a negative pregnancy test for the 500th time, I could have started crying. And I can't believe Amy, like you even like gave her an answer. I would have been like straight nunya. Oh. Yeah, no. yeah. None of your business. I Get out of my, my car. I just leg swept her, then dumped my <laughs> cart on her, and walked out of there. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. Street fighter. Who you looking? Yeah, that's bizarre. That's bizarre. Would you have preferred she say, hey, could you tell me the benefits of adoption? No, I think honestly, the first time someone said something like that to me, similar that I'm thinking of, it was at Target right after we got the kids and I think they just asked me like why did you why did you adopt from Haiti or like you know Mm -hmm. and it's like the kids are right here and that's a personal decision (laughs) I felt like I had to explain myself like well I was gonna do domestic and we were gonna do newborn but then I went to Haiti and realized there's older children there that need to be adopted so we shifted to international and and it's like I don't owe anybody an an explanation that stinks. Well, I say it now. I share this story as just a PSA to not, you know, ask personal Don't ask questions anything. like that. Hey, <laughs> put your hands on your cart. Face forward. It's like mind your own. It's your urinal. You're a dude in a public bathroom. <laughs> you look forward. You do your business. You get out. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Coming in at that number one spot, the movie Amy's In, Holiday Harmony, came out on Thanksgiving Day on HBO Max, and everybody on the show watched it, gave their reviews, shared all their thoughts, opinions, and all the things on the movie, and you guys also shared the same over on our social media. So, super fun, exciting stuff happening for Amy, and if you haven't watched it, make sure you go HBO Max, Holiday Harmony, she's in it, if you want to watch Uh, It happens towards the end of the movie, but I think you should watch the whole movie because it's really good. Number one. Here's a voicemail from Mel in Florida. This is just for Amy. Your acting was superb, truthfully. Not that I'm a critic by any means. You actually make it feel like you are actually talking to someone um, from your heart. So good luck in your new endeavors. Big acting career. Endeavors. Love it. Here's Danny in Virginia, who's on the phone right now. We'll take a call from Danny about this, and then we'll get to our little opinions here. Uh, Danny, welcome to the show. What's going on? What's up, Bobby Bones? How you doing, my man? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. Did you watch Amy's? Well, the movie that I want to say Amy's movie because then people will go like, I don't, I don't see Amy in it. But the movie yeah, Amy's yeah. in, yes. Of course. Well, first of all, morning studio. Morning. Yeah, so I watched it last night. Actually, I uh, stayed up past. I was about two in the morning watching it. Um, it started off as one of those movies that you put on like while you're doing laundry, 
and it was actually pretty good. Uh, the acting was cool, and Amy's part was, I think, it was it was not big, but it was pivotal, um, especially because, you know, she, she represented our heart radio. So I thought it was a good movie. Pivotal. And then how, what would you say about her acting skills? It was good. She she felt like a uh, like a Hollywood big shot in the movie. Hollywood big shot. We wow. like that. Yeah. Wow. 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 Big shot. Yes. All right. And did you get your laundry done, Danny? I sure did. Yeah. Not a boy. Well, I appreciate you calling. Thanks for listening, man. Yes, sir. Of course, big fan, man. Been listening since uh, man a long time. So. Well, thanks. Hope you Honor have an awesome day. Yeah. Good, good tidings, my friend. Yes, sir. You take care. All right. All right see you later. <laughs> People are just weirded out when I no say that. No one knows how to respond. It's like something from Little House on the Prairie, and I'm like, good tidings. I'm going to do Okay, Amy, we do have a clip of you from Holiday Harmony. This is the movie that came out on HBO Max. Okay. Okay. What? I, don't, I don't know what clip you have. Okay. Me either. Is, is this a play. spoiler? Oh, man. No. I mean. No, we need to hear her acting, though. <laughs> I know. Okay, Ray. Pivotal point, how long though. is it, Ray? 25 seconds. I can stop it whenever. Is it? And this is the pivotal bathroom scene? <laughs> yes. Okay, now imagine this. Amy's on the toilet, right? <laughs> yeah. She's not. She's not. Do you want to set it up? Okay, so the the main character, she runs into the bathroom because she's upset about something. And I follow her in, and I'm eavesdropping on a phone call because she's in a stall. She's actually on the phone with Brooke Shields' character. And then when she co- comes out of the stall, I have a little conversation with her to encourage her to, you know, be true to herself. Okay, here we go. And do you know how many times people have tried to get me to be cuter, girlier, more country, less country? I mean, I can't keep up. But I learned to hold on to my favorite version of myself. So you've got to hang on tight to what makes you, you. You have to remember that's what got you here. And I promise if you do that, Gail, the sky's the limit. Come on. Wow. The sky is the limit. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I almost threw my watch off thing and it's so hard on the table. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie, you watched yeah. it? Yeah, dude, I watched it. It was, it, man, I, w- I was like, you know what? It's Saturday night. My wife and I were like, let's watch Amy's movie. We lay down, we get on the bed, turn on the movie. Boom. Man, we're like, it's good. Like, the movie starts off real good. I mean, we started playing a drinking game because they said iHeartRadio probably about 10 times. <laughs> and so, like, we're going to drink every time they say iHeartRadio. And then about 30 minutes in, Wait, what? Oh, you passed out. I, I, I didn't finish it. You were drinking. And, and, wow. And I, and I want to get to Amy's part. I don't know if I'm going to rewatch the whole movie. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. I and, didn't watch the movie at all. I fast forwarded Amy's part. <laughs> okay, I might do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you could, you could just pick up where you fell asleep. Eddie with your wife. I could. Wait, well, you weren't so intrigued that what was going to happen? Well, well, I just, it was just a I long just day. wanted to support my friends. So I watched her part. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Eddie. I understand. You You did the smart thing. You went in going, I'm going to go right to it. Mm-hmm. Eddie goes and falls asleep. Oh, I wanted to watch the whole thing, you know, oh, the whole experience, you. but then I didn't make it. How did you watch it? I watched it with family and friends, like all gathered together and... Uh, you know, I was a little nervous. We even kind of, because there was a lot of kids in the room at that moment, sort of fast forwarded through some stuff. Your sex scene? And, <laughs> no, but it was kind of awkward. Like I'm sitting there and I could see people like looking around. And they're like, hey, can we fast forward? I was like, yes, of course. Like, no problem. Oh. And then later um, I watched it with some other family and we watched it all the way through. But it was cute to watch my kids get into it. And like my son went right up to the screen with his iPad and hit record. And he's like, yeah, mom. And he recorded like the whole scene. And that's exciting. Yeah, it was it was a fun way to experience it with close people, you know, back in Texas, like my roots, like safe people, you know, I mean, y'all are too, but I was Thanksgiving. I wasn't with y'all. Lunchbox, did you Oh, man, I didn't even have a chance to watch it. Yeah, I mean, busy, I guess right? most of I almost didn't want to even ask. <laughs> no, yeah. look, look, we were up in the mountains, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? TV wasn't there. Well, like, when did you get back, you think? Last night at like 7 p.m. Real? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. we ate dinner. Well, but I mean, you could, I mean, her scene was 90 seconds. No, no, no. I, listen, there was get the kids to bed, unpack the car, uh, take a shower. No, I didn't take a shower. Dang it, I tried to lie. I'm not going to lie. And then I just watched, uh, caught up on Survivor. Oh, he watched oh, yeah, something. And then yeah. I went to bed. But yeah, I will get to it in the next day or two. I promise, Amy. Okay. Where Is do I watch it? HBO Max. Okay. Because I keep that. The, I know we say times. that, but then I'm like, man, I'm going to have to go to that Hallmark channel and I hope it's on the TV nope. at that time. But it's not. Yes, it, go and just watch Hallmark <laughs> all day. Like, all day long. Oh, Look which, at the guy. Speaking of him saying at that time, my aunt texts me from Alabama and she's like, I missed it Thanksgiving. Do you know what time it's airing next? Like, you know, because... It airs on HBO too, doesn't it? Right. Well, I don't no know. No way. 
I don't think so. No Does way. it? No. I think it only streams. <laughs> but it was what cute. What is it? You think it goes from Game of Thrones to Amy? <laughs> Come on, let's stop. <laughs> okay, guys. That's listen, funny. but I was able to tell her, so in case anybody else is confused, you get to stream it whenever you want. You don't I have to wait. I would bet you it comes. Mike, will you look at the programming guide? Think. You don't think, I don't no think so either. <laughs> well, look, you can watch Amy. Curb your enthusiasm. In her scene. Yep. <laughs> Go uh-huh. next. Amy, Holiday Harmony. <laughs> it's, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm very proud of you. It's Thank really cool. You. And your acting's good. Really? Yeah, it is good. Sounded oh. good, Amy. Yeah, it's to the point. Well, that too, means where... a lot because you've acted before. So yeah, thank but, you. I, but, but I'm not. I don't say I'm good. Well, I didn't. I don't think I'm good either. No, but... it's good. I, it's like when Lainey came on Yellowstone. I was like, oh no, please, don't be awkward. Because like, Lainey is like Lainey Wilson's a friend of mine, and I didn't want to have to be like if she asked if I watched it, be like yeah, and then not say anything. And it was good, and I was like, oh thank God, because it just makes it easier on me to not have to. And then when you were on, I was like, oh no. And I was like, oh, wow, she's good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was good. Thanks. Yeah, it was good. So there's that. Lunchbox, yeah. if you get a second. No, I'm going to get a second. I'm going to get a second. I'm going to watch it. Between watching pregnant toddlers and tiaras, yeah, whatever you watch. There's no pregnant mm-hmm. toddlers, but 16 and pregnant where they have a... Yeah, whatever the shows you watch. I don't know. They're all kind of... I just thought good. Lunchbox is a fellow actor you'd want to support. Oh, yeah. Oh, what do no. you think about her acting there? I mean, I, it's out of context. It's weird. You know, you're just hearing it. It's fine. But Amy, no, I, as a fellow actor, I want to support you, but I just, I was busy. How much you get paid for that? Are we saying? Yeah, we are. No, I asked you a question. I mean, you can answer it if you want. All the actors later. say that, right? Yeah. How much they pay? I'll tell you later. No, but like George Clooney talks about how much he makes for his yeah. movies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no one's gonna you don't want to say? I mean, it's not like a million dollars. You know what the fun part was, though? Oh. Did yeah, the paycheck. How- Later, like three weeks later, I got a check in the mail because they didn't feed us dinner on time. Boom. That's yeah, cool. and it was substantial. I was like, wow. How much was that check? You can maybe not feed me anytime. How much was that check? In the hundreds. I'm always so curious about money because I never had money. Yeah. So, and now that I've started to make money, I'm just so curious about it all the time where I probably ask way too many questions about, I was, I'm not going to say what it was, but I was with Brett. Eldridge last night before a show and he had on a nice tux to wear and I was like how much does suit cost <laughs> like I just asked him I don't think I was like how much was that how much mm-hmm. was it because I'm still I'm trying to gauge stuff still but I just want to know how much you made but our listeners do too but don't worry about it. you don't have to tell them if you don't want to yeah. I kind of want to know too Amy but it'd be nice if I you don't... just like we're like an open book here okay <laughs> okay all right Amy's movie uh, right after Big Mama's House 2 Amy comes on <laughs> is it really is there really I, a love scene or you just keep making that up I'm making that up oh, okay, right. yes, wait 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 I what with her the, in it what about the cut oh yeah good great what about the cutting great. yeah what happened that. Amy oh so I didn't realize it the first time we watched it on Thanksgiving night but then later I was thinking about it and I was like wait a second I filmed part of that scene in the bathroom I had this whole other line where I talked about the record label and I said and I loved the line I was like, listen, they're not the bad guys, but they don't have to be the bad guys to be the wrong fit. And if this whole thing about how people I heard can you get just, into character. I heard her get into character. And it was, and I didn't notice it right away. But then later I was like, huh, wait a they second. Cut some, uh, Where was that line? Probably for time, not for, not for skill. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. That was right. good. That was good. Oof. Hey, yeah. Mike, I don't want to say it because this is not about me. Uh, what Mike's looking up on HBO to find your movie. Uh, Mike, what'd you find on HBO? Yeah, 3 a.m. on Saturday, you can watch Band Slam. Oh, the, nice. The movie that I'm in. Oh, Bobby's movie. On yeah. on it's HBO? Mm-hmm. It's a comedy, PG, one hour, 52 minutes from 2009, in HD, do, do Band you, Slam. That's actually a really good I movie. Still, it is a good movie. I still it get paid for it. Uh, I still, still? get- Yes. Wait, uh, am I going to continue to if, get- um, Streaming, no. It's a uh, one-time sitter. The thing about shows now is they don't go into syndication anymore because- they just put on a streaming platform. Oh, and yours wasn't Dang. a streamer. It wasn't. Do you remember so, what you got paid originally? Yes, but I did like five days, and I had quite a bit of lines. I had a trailer. I mean, for, I had to like be there for like 10 hours a day. I had a trailer, but only for 14 hours. Yeah, I didn't expect mine to be that much, honestly, like to be there that, that often. Yeah. And I was there all the time, and I was like, do I ever get to go home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the opposite of you. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. This is not my career. Um, I think I got paid over the four days like $7,000. And then I still get checks anywhere from like nine dollars to every once in a while I get like a five or six hundred dollar check if it that's awesome. randomly they randomly just show up. Okay, Seinfeld. It's, yeah, okay. It's, it's pretty crazy. I got a whole <laughs> I got a whole wing at the house. It's my favorite classic cars. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the deal, Amy. Great job. Thank you. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. 
All right, y'all. I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend and enjoyed hanging out with me, not only on this Best Bits, Just the Bits, but Best Bits Part 1, where Mike D came on and we talked about some strange things that have happened to us in public lately. Also, I, you know, dove deep into my dating life a little bit more or more dating woes. Let's just keep calling it that because that's basically what it is at this point. And had therapy with Mike. Normally, it's Mike coming to therapy with me, but this time... It was me. Then we also dived into some movie conversations because it's Movie Mike, and we both love superheroes. So fun stuff over there. Check out Best Bits Part 1 with Mike. But for now, I love y'all. I'll see you next weekend. Thank you for hanging out with me. You can follow me at WebGirlMorgan on all the things. I'd love to have you. If you want to write me in the DMs, I try and make sure to go through all of them, see them, and respond whenever I can. So hit me up over there. And, of course, the show is at Bobby Bone Show on all the things. Bye, everyone. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.